Well, this is Jeff and Rick welcoming you back to Season 2, The Work of Trueness. And today, uh, unfortunately, Rick is not able to join us, but because we wanted to bring something to you, I decided and Rick decided it'd be best if we just stayed on track and got this done because we are going to talk today to Dan Roller. And we want to introduce Dan to you, his work, and we want to also hear from Dan in the the rhythm of passion and purpose and presence we've been talking about for a year now. And so, Dan, welcome, and thank you for taking this time to do this with us. Oh, it's my pleasure, Jeff. And, you know, as you know, we are continuing to develop conversations around the three Ps, passion, purpose, and presence. So to get us started and getting people to know you, tell us of uh, which one of the three Ps, passion, purpose, and presence, resonates most for you at this time and why? Well, you know, at this particular moment, I'd have to say presence. And uh, the reason why is that uh, in the work that I do, you know, the work that I do is really around relationship most most of all. And the context is, you know, transformation in an urban school district where there's so much that um, relies on, you know, the, the people in the district being able to really live into, you know, their own passion and purpose and live into, you know, the, the important work that they need to do and, and how hard it can sometimes be. And so, you know, to support all of them, all these diverse stakeholders and people who have a role in making transformation happen, it's, uh, the work is really about relationship and for me to be effective in that um, and deliver what I most want to deliver according to my own passion and purpose, I really have to be present you know, to the situation. I have to be present to who they are. And most of all, I have to be present to me and who I'm being. And um, what I'm seeing is really important. Um, you know, there's lots of opportunities in this work to just see um, see it as ugly, see it as broken, see it as political, see it as, you know, even trite or immature sometimes. And um, if I begin to see, you know, these things in those terms, then I am not effective in helping build the relationships that are, are key to making transformation happen. So I spend a lot of my time on presence and just paying attention to, you know, how am I seeing an individual situation here? How am I really seeing a person in that situation? And what does that bring out in me? What does that make me want to do or say? And um, and then the second part in all that is that once I can answer that question, you know, like what is happening inside of me, then I can ask a second question, which I think is really important. And that is, and so um, what might I choose to do that would help this person or help the situation. So there are lots of different choices, and uh, <laughs> you know, um, but um, as long as I stay present and focused on what it is that I'm seeing and really thinking about that and questioning, you know, is what I'm seeing, you know, you know, reality probably not. So why am I seeing it, you know, the way I'm seeing it? And then once I begin to look at it with fresh eyes and and look at what I'm bringing into it that's impacting how I'm seeing what I'm seeing, then I can start to be more in touch with what would really be helpful and I can have 
choices and I can build relationships in a way that I otherwise wouldn't. So, so that's really a really important piece for me is is the presence um, to be present to you know people and be present to me, you know, and 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 what I'm bringing into this that makes a difference for how I can live my you know passionate purpose and the work that I do. You know, Dan, if it's okay with you, I'm going to tell part, not the whole thing, part of a Jeff and Dan story that I tell all the time, because I have a question for you, but I want to let the listeners hear a little bit about this story. And and it goes back at least 10 years ago, Dan, I'm sure you were here uh, in Jonesboro. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting, Dan and I were sitting outside of a restaurant. Anyway, one thing led to another, and we had this conversation. Dan had just, uh, this was prior to being focused on uh, school districts and Dan was doing work in the corporate world and he had some marketing materials that had just been made and I was looking at those and I didn't mean to be kind of insulting but I looked at those and I just said to him I don't understand what you do it was kind of my reaction to the materials which were really pretty uh-huh. and you remember Dan you looked at me and said oh Brunson you do too and, and I asked Dan, I said, so Dan, why do you do what you do? And I'll never forget what he said to me. Dan said, I just want people to know the value of the work they do. And that, I remember my response, Dan, was that is compelling. Mm-hmm. And Dan wrote that down on a napkin. And the reason I bring that up and tell that story is because that napkin I, I've watched that napkin change your life. <laughs> you know, I've watched, you know, what you put on that napkin change your life. You So you talk about your work being about relationship and, and living into passion and purpose around their work, which is reflecting back to the napkin. But also what was on the napkin, I view, has actually transformed you and your work. Mm-hmm. Talk to I, us about that. If I'm if I'm on the right track. Oh, you, t- you totally are. And it's... Um... It's it's when you are in relationship with people and you really pay attention to what makes them come alive and contribute uh, powerfully and in the work that they care about is is when they see their own value, you know, when they see that what they're doing makes a real difference and that it's um, important and that it um, is part of their own purpose and passion, you know, that they're living into that. And when you see that happen in a person it's really special it's uh you get to see something that um you know for me just makes makes my life and and my purpose i'm trying to do to help people see the value in what they do just seems so worth it you know now i take special care to um, work with people when that when they lose sight of that too you know um, just before we, we hit the record button, I was telling you a story about my yesterday where um, we were in a meeting where a, a number of uh, project leaders in the district were presenting their work to you know, some of the district leaders and the meeting didn't go as planned, you know, and people left the room who had been really giving hours and hours of their time towards something that really matters to them. And many of them left the room somewhat deflated and and uh, discouraged, and uh, as one woman was, um, who I admire so so greatly, um, her name's Stephanie. She she said, "How do you think that went, Dan?" And I said, um, "I think it went okay." And she said, "Well, 
I've never been so humiliated in my whole life, and I will never do that again. I said to her, I said, oh, my gosh, you know, let's, let's, let's unpack that. If you have a few minutes, let's talk about what happened. And so she, she told the story and what she heard and what she was listening for. And part of it was just a history of, um, you know, being up in front of leaders like this um, in this particular school district and, and never really feeling that they valued her and what, what she really was giving. And she was giving so much. So, um, you know, I'm sure that it'll take some time for her to begin to see the value. And I hope that, you know, many people will circle back with her, as I certainly did, and I'm going to encourage them to, um, so that she can understand that, um, you know, this happens all the time, too. I mean, we've, we've had many stories like this, but it, all it takes is one person, you know, to say something um, to another person, and that can to, de- to deflate them. If you were paying attention to them, would, you know, perhaps rebut whatever it is that deflated you in the first place. But that's all you, you, that's all you see. And uh, the word that came out for her yesterday was, I'm disappointed, was what one of the, the leaders said to her. And that just took away everything else, you know, um, for her. So, so just spending time um, really working with her to just say, um, what you delivered really is of tremendous value and what you're really doing is going to deliver so much value. You know, just stay the course with what you're doing and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll fix the other things, you know, wherever there's concern or misalignment, we'll fix that. But, you know, just don't lose, you know, what it is that you're doing because it's really, really tremendous. And those are moments too where I feel so ineffectual sometimes, you know, like helping people see the value once they've lost sight of it you know, for a moment, you know, it's sometimes it seems like there's nothing I can say um, that will, you know, get them to discard whatever it was that made them doubt it in the first place. And so, you know, I recognize that, you know, going back to the whole nature of relationship, that that's when it's really important to call on other people who are in relationship with that person, um, who have credibility and real demonstrated empathy, you know, for that person, um, so that that person trusts them and, and to engage them in the, the work of repair, if you will, um, to make sure that um, that person can, you know, leave that, that feeling of being devalued or, or not valued at all and regain the value, the sense of value that, you know, they, you want them to have and, um, and begin to repair that with them. So that they become more resilient and they can they can move on and really deliver those moments that are just so special, without which we'd never have transformation. So, so it's really it's fascinating. <laughs> it's just fascinating work, and it's um, um, I love it. I really love it. You know, and and for the listeners, Dan, I want to be real clear here that you know while you are focused on school districts and we're and we're hearing these stories, you know, Dan. Dan's background is from, uh, Dan, tell me if I say this incorrectly, but basically I tell people performance psychology uh-huh. and, you know, and, and did a lot of work around performance and, and, and metrics and, you know, all in the business world, you've got that credibility, you built that background, but, you know, part of that transformation for you was, was just what I hear you talking about now, which is, you know, there are people doing this work. Uh-huh. 
and more and more, and, and you use the term paying attention, so it sounds like the more you paid attention to that, the more it drew out something that was very important to you. You're Well, as you've so uh, wonderfully put it several times here, that that passion and that purpose come from that being for you, from being present and paying attention. Mm-hmm. And yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. And, and, and yes, you're right too, Jeff, that, you know, it's, What's kind of interesting is every once in a while, you know, people ask me, and and I run into people too who have, you know, you can you can clearly tell that presence is something that's really important to them. You know, that they think about it, that they're aware of it, that they work on it. You know, they they understand. For them, it's an important area of focus in their lives, and. Um, you know, so people often ask, and I often ask other people who are who are similarly focused, and I, they say, "So, how do you develop that?" You know, and you alluded to the fact that at one point I was studying psychology, and you know, the other side of the equation—not so much on pathology, but what what is it that makes people really perform? And um, you know, one of the things I will tell you is that none of this stuff ever came up in those studies. You know. Um, and, you know, so I, I sometimes have to go back and say, all right, so how in the world did I learn this? And uh, even for other people, like, how in the world did they ever learn this? And we, every person I talk to, we struggle with it a little bit because, uh, in the articulation of it, because it's, um, there's no degree that teaches it. There's no, you know, course that you can take. But it is kind of a combination of things that, for me included, and so my graduate studies did you know, certainly did help, you know, point out the fact that there's certain things that help people perform really well. But then, you know, my own journey through psychotherapy, my own um, journey through coaching, um, you know, going through, um, you know, certain coursework and other things that called my attention to it, working with certain people, including yourself, um, you know, people who really you can tell artfully understand the impact that a person can have on another person and just watching that and absorbing all those things from all those places and um, gradually in the you know paying attention to those things and being able to internalize it and at some point I had an epiphany I don't know if it was when we were having our conversation about value or not but at some point um, you know I had an epiphany and it came from you know, doing this work and then just like seeing the impact of it, you know, because because I had chosen differently. I had chosen to be aware of myself and chose to do something for another person that I might not otherwise have done, that I recognized that being present to what was going on inside me and then recognizing what choices I had to impact another person and then choosing the choice that made the difference that you know, once that happened for me and I began to be aware of that process inside of me, I went, oh, wow, that's what this can do. You know, that's that's what this work can do. So it's um, so, yeah, it's all it's all those things. And it's really just been an amazing journey and um, but, a, but a very uh, personal journey and spiritual journey and um, obviously interpersonal journey. So, um, and, and just wonderful. And that's why the work of trueness, you know, resonates so much with me too, because part of being present, so here's another story about being present that I found, and that is that part of being present has everything to do with being true to yourself. 
you know, if you are true, you know, to your passion and your purpose, you know, and you know, and I know when I am being true to that, you know, um, and I'm following through with people in a certain way and I'm engaging with people in a certain way and I'm not letting myself off the hook to be lazy about this, that or whatever, or I'm not letting myself off the hook to just be, you know, concerned with me as opposed to being concerned with, you know, the people around me. Um, when I do that, um, I experience some things that are really, um, really, really powerful for for me in this in this world. And it's um, it's a it's a moment of trueness. It's like a resonance, if you will, that says, you know, passion, purpose, and and presence have just aligned, and you know, I can feel the power of that inside of me as a person, and I can feel it in the interactions I have with with other people. And it's amazing. So that's why the work of trueness, you know, when I think about this work and, and the context of, you know, presence and, and, and how that fits, of course, with passion and purpose, that, you know, trueness attracts me. It just, uh, it just says, this is, you know, really important. And the moments of trueness are really, you know, those moments of epiphany, if you will, where you go, where you go wow, when those things line up. You know, there's a lot of things that we can do. There's a lot of things that we can achieve together and a lot of things that we learn about ourselves that make that work so much better. Dan, as you know, as a partner in the work of Trueness, that what we are about is encouragement, encouraging one another and, and receiving that encouragement and giving it. And I have heard so many things encouraging here to the listener that you've said and talked about. And we ask everyone that we uh, have a conversation with what encouragement would they like to offer the listeners? And you just offered one, and I don't know if that's the how you want to leave them, but but let me repeat that, and if I can paraphrase, you said if you are true to your passion and purpose, you will experience the powerful alignment of your three P's. Mm-hmm. You know that, and you've talked so well about you know the, the one for you, which is presence, and how being present will help us live into the passion and purpose. And I, I, I don't know, that's just, like I say, so many things, but that was the last thing you said that I found very encouraging. It, what else would you, is there an additional encouragement you'd like to leave our listeners with today? Oh, sure. You know, so, <laughs> um, you know, like one of, the, one of the things that I think is just so important um, in all of this, and there's like a, there's a Sanskrit line that I can't remember, but it's basically about come, come again, come again, come again, um, because it's really about failure. It's about the, the fact that, you know, so much of this, like when you get into this and you start to recognize and learn about it, most of what you learn is because you fail and you have to come at it again. You know, um, you just have to stay with it, you know, because you're gonna you're just gonna fall <laughs> and that and uh, the the cool thing about that is that because you fall you have a chance to really learn something that you otherwise would not learn I'm, I'm just totally convinced of that I think that if you have the right people around you and this is why you know I value our relationship Jeff you know if you have the right people around you who can you know help pick you up you know dust you off and say go at it again really it's okay, you know. Um, it makes all the difference in the world. So, so that's that's the other encouragement I'd leave leave the listeners is just just keep at it. Come again. It's it'll make a difference. It really will. 
Well, great. That's that's great. Dan, tell tell folks your your website. Tell them that so they can check you out, see what you see, you know, it, in more visual sense, what you do. <laughs> sure. Uh, it's uh, www.acrisconsulting.com, and Acris is A-C-R-I-S, um, which is a cricket frog, which is a symbol of transformation. So that's um, that's where you can find some information about what we do. I love that. Thank you. And and Dan, again, thank you for doing this. This this was great. I I've just so enjoyed it. I've I've made notes. I've got my notes. This is cool. So thank you for choosing to do this with us. And thank you for choosing to be present in what you do. And I know the listeners have enjoyed this. So we'll be back with in season two pretty soon with uh, continuing on the three P's of passion, purpose, and presence. Thank, well, thank you, you Jeff. It was my, my pleasure.